That's how I feel when I leave most bathrooms. I want to be like, uh, just burn it down. <laughs> just burn it, burn it to the ground. Run it, run it, run it down my leg. Hello and welcome to another episode of Duty Calls with Doug Mann. I am your host, Doug Mann. With me as always is Jack Dolgen. Hello, Jack. Hello. As you know, Duty Calls is unofficially sponsored by Charmin Toilet Paper. Charmin Toilet Paper. You made a mistake and trusted a fart. Now your pants look like Jackson Pollock's art. Don't be a fool. Grab some Charmin to clean up that stool. You all have been <laughs> tweeting at me at the Doug Man. You've been tweeting at Jack Dolgen at Jack Dolgen. You've been emailing us at duty calls with Doug Man at gmail.com. You've been calling us on the shit hotline at 1786. Hold it in. That is the letter N. We love getting your phone calls, love getting your emails and your tweets. We love hearing your stories, your Charmin slogans. We read them all. We love them all. Well, we got a great show for you today. We got Elna Baker, who is an amazing storyteller. She's a published author. She's been on The Moth many times. She hosts a great storytelling show in New York, and she works for This American Life, quite possibly the greatest radio show there is. And uh, we're so excited to have her on. Elna's just a super interesting person, and I think you're really going to dig her story. And she's got a, a little extra story at the end I think you're also going to like. So here she is, Elna Baker. <laughs> We're here with Elna Baker. Elna, thank you for coming on and doing the show. Of course. This is very exciting. We have mutual friends. We've, we've known each other for a little while. But since I've seen you last, you started working on the greatest podcast radio show of, in my opinion, altogether in This American Life. Sure. I mean, yeah. they're lucky to have you, and it's, but what a cool thing to be a part of. I, they're all fans of poop stories, too. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. I find it hard to believe yeah, sometimes. They are. They are. It makes them laugh. I mean, it's hard to get it on the air because of all the FCC things. But, sure. Uh, well. Yeah, they like a good poop story. We don't have those constraints. We don't have those yeah. constraints. <laughs> the toilet bowl. Or those listeners. <laughs> anyway, uh, but, well, we're really excited to have you on, and uh, and we'll ease you into the, into you the, to into the toilet. In. We'll ease you into the bowl. Is there some hesitance uh, yeah, no, I've never told the story. I like, I'm, I'm kind of a, a girl who doesn't like to admit that I go to the bathroom. Sure. I mean, I've been in a relationship for two years, and it's not to that. It's still, I've never been in a relationship where I got to a place where you were like, you know, where you, where you acknowledge that you poop. Yes. Yeah. Really? No. So, and do I'm, you live with the person? No. But do you, you spend a lot of time with them? Yeah. But have you ever pooped with them in the same? Apartment or yes, but like I run the water or hair dryer, like makeup, and, and it's not both. both it, is dangerous. Both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I take a bath. Wait, what? I take a bath with the hair dryer running. Yeah. Wait, where are you pooping then? Uh, and and it's just not acknowledged when you come out. It's just like. Oh, and he lives in a studio too, so there's like no. But you just pretend as oh, if it didn't happen. Oh, this is funny though. This I totally forgot this story. Uh, the first night that we slept together, mm-hmm. I was um house-sitting at my sister's apartment for her uh, dog. She has a golden retriever, mm-hmm. and she had just moved to the city. Mm-hmm. In New York. In New York. And I didn't know that this is the thing the dog does when it gets anxious. But um, I got up in the middle of the night. Uh, you know, we just had sex for the first time. Middle of the night, I get up to go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom, come back to bed, go to sleep. And, like, maybe two hours later or something, he goes to the bathroom. And then in the morning... Um, the, he, the dog, the, the boy, not, the boy, not the, the dog, boy, yeah, not yeah. The dog. Yeah. but in the morning he was kind of like rushing to leave or whatever. And then the house smelled like horrible and I couldn't figure out why. 
And I walk in the bathroom, and my sister's dog, and it's a golden retriever, had taken a huge shit in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) And the guy had not said anything. So he thought. So he thought I had taken. I was like, you, Jen, you thought I shit in the shower, and you didn't ask me. And he's like, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, you just was like, I gotta get Uh, out of here. Great night, Elna. You're like, this is why I didn't want to have sex with you. (laughs) But if I had never heard from him again, I would. Oh my god. Like I would just always wonder. I'd be like, well, it could have been this, could have been that, or it could have been the huge shit in the shower. <laughs> oh, man. I feel like a dog shit and a human shit, though, are, you can tell the difference between not a, no, Sometimes no, not, not a big dog. No, really? not a big dog. Not a big dog. A big. golden retriever. Like, my dog shit's just basically little, like, shrimp shumai. Like, little, like— <laughs> Golden retriever, it's like it's like four sausage links. Wow. So he thought, you took, a, he wow. thought you took a big old dude. A doo-doo. big old dump in the, in the shower. Wow. And and so wait, how did it come out that well? Because I like, it, he like left the, he left quickly, and then you're like, okay. No, he was getting ready to leave, and then I went into the bathroom, and I was like, oh my god, Zoe's shit in the shower, and he was like, oh yeah. But that's what yeah. that's why he was gonna go. I think so. Well, He's I, like, I'm out of here. I gotta get out. I gotta. Of here. I, gotta, I, gotta, I, gotta get out of here. I gotta. I gotta go. talk to him. I want to. Under, I want to understand what his thought process was. <laughs> <To> evacuate. Yeah. <laughs> right after she evacuated in the shower. <laughs> wow. So it's just not acknowledged. Does he acknowledge when he poops? Around you, or like, uh, where he's like, I gotta take a shit. No. Does he ever comment how great a shit he took? Oh, that was a good one. No, no. That's like the black belt of shit talk. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just skip like four levels. I go there within three weeks. Yeah, really? I go there within I mean, th- three minutes. I, it's such a big part of my life. Like, I'm gonna talk about it. I, yeah. Jack yeah. does. I have seen him talk to his girlfriends about it. Yeah. It's very real. I didn't talk that much about it, although now it, I have a podcast about it, so it's just, we're. Or out there, man. Uh-huh. I don't invite them into the bathroom with me. I just that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> fucking casting over here, uh, ladies. Um, so uh, you raised Mormon. Yes. And you don't usually talk about it. And you have a story right now that you've never. I've never told out loud. It's that I told it to Gregor. Showed it. She told it to Dan Gregor, uh, my writing partner, and he's a, been a guest on the show twice. I listened to his to, uh, to prepare. To prepare, yeah. Let's ease into this then. Okay. I have never had an accident prior to this moment. Okay. And I even, like, I went scuba diving. I got my, like, scuba diving license, and I remember I had to go to the bathroom really bad, and they were like, I just had to pee, and they were like, pee in your suit, and I could not physically get myself to to do do it. it. Wow. For, like, two hours. So, like, I am not, I'm somebody who, like. Your body is on lockdown. I can hold. I can hold forever. You miss the warm magic that is peeing in a wetsuit. (laughs) So the setup to the story is that um, I, when I was trying to make it and, like, write my book and and be a creative person, I was always babysitting in New York for, like, eight, nine years. I was, like, somebody's nanny babysitter, and then at night I would work restaurant jobs. So it was just always odd jobs. And to be fair, like, a lot of the people I babysat for were somehow involved in the industry I eventually wanted to be involved in, which is, like, you know— Maybe a little strategic, mm-hmm. you know. Sure, that's fair. You become, you know, and I, I, but you're friends with the kids, so that's not why you're doing it. But I certainly like my my best guy friend would be like cute little meal ticket mm-hmm. <laughs> to the children. <laughs> but um, so I when I when my book came out, you know, you get an advance, you're living off of that, and you're doing, you know, all this public, all this like this high of like my life is going to be totally different now. And how long ago was this? This was um, two and a half years ago. About, yeah, t- about three years ago, the book came out. And so I, you know, had, <coughs> but I had already kind of like spent the money of my advance just trying to live and write the book. Mm-hmm. And so within like six months of my book came, coming out, I was like, oh, 
great. I, you know, I, I need money. I need money. I have to, so I got my restaurant job back and I started babysitting again. Same kids. Uh, different kids, and one one of them was like a, you know, I I moved in with a family for the summer, and just lived with them and like babysat nonstop, and it was sort of like humbling to be like, okay, you know, I had these big dreams, but I'm you know it's cool, I can yeah. still make new stuff. I'm just a babysitter, so I moved back to New York after babysitting for this family, and I uh, get referred to this uh, couple, and it was like a babysitting job, nannying uh, during the days when the kids got back from school. And the mom was moving from Los Angeles to New York because they were getting a divorce. And, like, the husband, I won't say exactly what they did, but it's, like, he basically ran the development for a network that I, like, would love to have a show on. And mm-hmm. she was, like, a casting director, right? Mm-hmm. They're in New York. They lived in L.A., but they're getting a divorce. And so she moves to New York with three children under the age of eight. Oh, wow. And I'm supposed to babysit for them. But she shows up in New York. We've already set this up. She shows up in New York, and then she is uh, working on some gig in, in uh, I think, North Carolina, right? So she leaves. And so I just suddenly am, like, the mother to three children I've That you don't met, know. That I don't know. And wow. And at first, I was like, wow. You know, I've, I've wanted to have kids at some point, but also be, like, a career-driven woman. Uh-huh. And so I was like, wow, these kids are so well-adjusted. They, like, went to school by themselves the first day of school, and they were, like— making friends, like, doing great. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I had no idea. You could totally, if you have good, adaptable children, you can just ab- totally abandon you them. Like leave them can, anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's the best part of having... The yeah. best part of having kids, kids yeah. is being able yeah. to just leave them anywhere. Mm-hmm. So yeah. fast forward, like, two weeks of them being, you know, essentially, like, their mother leaving them. You've been there two weeks alone w- with, without the mom. She came on the weekends, so I've okay. been, like... And then her mother drove down to help at night, so her mm-hmm. mother would be, like, the night nanny. Mm-hmm. But basically, she, like, the kids were just thrown in this situation. She visited on the weekends. Yes. As if you and her were divorced. Exactly, yes. exactly. <laughs> so so pretty quickly, they become the worst behaved children I have ever been around. Just, when? When did it turn? It turned after about two weeks, and they were horrible. And, like, like one of the kids once took a, the mother's nice laptop computer and threw it at the five-year-old. Like, hurt him. He threw it across the room. Oh, my God. And it hit and broke the computer. Like, they oh were. Oh, my God. And I've never not liked children. Like, I'm Mormon. I'm like Mary Poppins. Right, right. I'm the greatest for children. Right. And I started, like, I hated those kids. They were just assholes. So fast forward, like, two months of the kids behaving very poorly. Two months? Yeah, this is another two months. It must be killing you. It's killing me. It's the worst babysitting job I'd ever had. And I just am, like miserable the whole time I'm there because it's not fun and they're fight everything is a fight and a battle and they're not my kids but I feel like I'm a horrible mother. Oh um, god. <laughs> so the father was coming for a few days and he was just going to be there and I wasn't going to have to babysit. And um I was like so excited to have this like break from babysitting. And I wake up in the morning and I like you know how like when you're like going and going and going and then all of a sudden you stop you just get sick immediately? Oh yeah. Mm. So I woke up and I had like, I felt like I had the flu or like a fever. I just was like not feeling good. Mm-hmm. And then I get a call from the father. And uh, the father, by the way, like I'd only really met him once. And immediately upon meeting him, he just immediately was like talking shit about the mom, mm-hmm. trying to like find out everything about what she'd Ugh. been doing. So then you're in between these two. Oh. And uh, and you can't be like, oh, by the way, I have a book. I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but enough about you. How about me and, you know, <laughs> My career your that's network? My nowhere right now. So, um, 
so he calls me to say that some work thing came up and he can't be with the kids that day. And um, I was like, oh, I'm not feeling well. And he was like, well, like, I really, really, like, he totally put the guilt on. So I agree. I tell him I'm not feeling well. And he's like, well, just pick him up from school and I'll pay for you to take him to a movie. So it's like easy well, babysitting. Thanks, Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so it's like I've been like sick. I think I vomited once. Like I was like fully. What? What are you you're feeling? Like a flu? Like a, a flu? Like uh, is your stomach? Something's wrong with your stomach so, too. Something's but wrong just, with my stomach. I feel like uh, that sweaty, balmy kind ugh, of like entire feverish kind of like you're achy, and, achy, and you just don't want to move. Like ugh, I just didn't want to yeah. move. The flu. So I paid for a cab there, which is probably all the babysitting money I would have earned anyway. Mm-hmm. So I paid for a cab <laughs> to pick these kids up, and I take them into a movie, and we went to see Dolphin Tale. The theater is completely empty, <laughs> and these kids just start, like, running up and down the aisles, climbing uh. over seats. They're, like, getting in a popcorn fight with each other. And I'm so tired that I'm just like, look, like, uh, I don't care. I was yeah. just like, nobody's here. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And so they're just like, like acting like horrible Uh and then of course just before the movie starts like another family comes in and then two other people okay so then the kids are still like climbing on and i have to like rein them in Uh i try to rein them in they don't listen i get them all like lined up in a row and i'm like listen like if you guys move at all we're leaving the theater like sit down Mm -hmm. so i like bad cop so the movie starts i sit down and i have this like moment of like 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 got this under control I'll just sit here and literally as I go I completely shit my pants <laughs> like shit so much like the, like, like I've never I've, I didn't even fart like I don't even know what, you didn't even feel I mean, it coming Did I didn't you feel, feel it coming I felt it was absolutely no warning I mean, there was like I, I knew I, I, it went, and I think there was like a like a fart sort of situation a, that led a bubble to that exploded inside, exploding like explode oh, filled. Wow! Wow! Just waiting to exhale. Yes. <laughs> All the shit out of your body. I have don't think we've ever heard of a no warning shit. No warning. No warning. No warning at all. No no signs of, of of poop in the horizon. All it took was the slightest bit of relaxation on your part. That mm-hmm. exhale, right? Well, your first relaxation led to you being sick. You were like that. Uh, like right. the first part, you were like, you know, you felt like I have a day off. Immediately, you get the flu because you've been holding it all in, and then you try to tighten it up again. And then you released a little bit more and you shit yourself. Okay. So is it a lot of poop? Yes. Like uh, it is like I feel feel it. And I like – and it's like, you know, the, the – Immediately. Ins- smell. And the kids are like, what's that? Like smell. You smell like – So what are you jeans? thinking right now? So a Yeah, jeans, what are you wearing? Like a lighter color jean, like not mm-hmm. a good color. Mm-hmm. Not the dark. <laughs> and they were also skinny jeans. So it was just oh, like, no. <laughs> Um, it had nowhere to go but down your leg. <laughs> exactly. Did it go down your leg? It went. It was sliding down. Like it was just. Oh wow. So I, um, I just, you know, <laughs> you also like supposed you can't leave children. Like that's the whole thing with babysitting. Yeah, you have to watch them. You have to watch them, but mm. I also didn't want to bring. Like I have to clean this whole thing up. So I just, and this is like bad babysitting one hundred and one. But I said, look, you guys just stay here. Don't move from your seats. Um, I'll be right back, right? And then I'm, like, trying to, like, but I I didn't have, like, a, you know, ja- I didn't have anything to cover my ass. 
So I'm just like putting my hands behind my back as you walk out. As I walk Which out, is a natural way to walk. Yep. <laughs> and then nothing like, to see here. Sideways scooting down the like sure, lobby as robots walk. Yes. And then I get to the bathroom, and it like it's it's so bad. It's just like uh, it's like so obvious that I've shit myself <laughs> from the outside. From the outside, like you can see it's full on diarrhea. Yeah. It's just and so I go into the stall, and I remember I had. I had this, um, I had bought like cute, un- like white lacy underwear, like the worst underwear <laughs> for this for this situation. Yeah, yeah. And I just remember like where I just like took them off and just like uh, toilet papered them like a ton of times and just like threw the underwear yeah. away. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Sexy underwear. Bye bye. There's like a tag on those underwear that says do not shit your pants <laughs> yeah. in these underwear. Exactly. And then I just kept like going like I. So uh, tell us about this clean session. How do you how do you like how would you even attack this? You throw the underwear away, but it's all over your jeans. It's probably all over your legs now at this yeah, point. Yeah, down the legs, and it's like, but it's it's not just wet. It's still like shit it's on the like, jeans. It's got there's a thickness to it. So like I take them off, and I'm like shaking them down into the toilet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And then I, I had gone, I had gotten like a um, paper towel and like wet it with like a soap and water. And so I'm like trying to scrub them. In Have there. you washed your own legs yet at this point? Oh, yeah. I had to wash my, down my legs, my, my, <laughs> at, like I'm just like, and then as I'm doing You're giving this, yourself a shower basically, basically in, a, in, in an AMC. Thing. And as I'm in the middle of doing this, one of the children comes in and is like, why are you taking so long? And I'm like in the stall. And I'm like, you were supposed to stay in the theater. And she was, I was like, are your brothers in the theater? And she was like, they're playing in the lobby. And I was like, oh, no. And I was like, no. oh. oh, my God. And I'm like, you need to um, get get them and go back in the theater or like you're going to be in, like I'm like Is this the oldest them. one? Is there one kid that you could talk to the most that would listen? It would be the girl, but she was still very badly behaved. And she was the middle. She was probably uh, seven. So now the stakes are even higher. Now they're like the kids are not in in the movie theater. They're just running around. They're running around. You have you they are could leave the building. They could leave the building. They could leave the building. And like also like they, somebody could take that. Yeah. You, you just don't. Yeah, like, you don't know. And the anxiety of like where you're just well, I was trying to impress this couple who could help me in my career, and I yeah. lost their children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But my but myself. again, my book that I'd like you to option. Yes. Yeah, so. So then, oh, the kids, the kids are gone. The kids, oh, yeah, are, the, gone. The kids are gone. You know what's not gone? gone? My great ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so, I um, I like do this like cleanup session, and um, it's like half, you know, like half, and you just feel disgusting. And like you, so put, you put them back on. I had to put them back on, and there still shows a huge it's brown just spot. wet and like stained. Some of it's stained. Wow. And um. So then I go out there, and the kids are, like, literally, like, running just in up and down the, like, hallway of the oh, theater. Oh, wow. And, like, knock, you know, knocking the board things, that like, hiding and knocking them yeah. over. And oh, Jesus. So then, <laughs> like, I'm, like, get in the theater, and they're like, what happened to your pants? Hey, what happened to your pants? And I was like, I was like, oh, I said, <laughs> I was like, I sat on Milk Duds, and I tried to wash it off. <laughs> you know, a lot of the kids. Did they buy it? <laughs> well, no, I'll tell you why they didn't buy it later. But then, so then I finally, like, I get them, I get back in the theater, I get them sat down, and um, like the movie starts again. Or when the movie was, all right, the movie's yeah. still going. So Good. we all sit down. I sit down in the theater, and I'm like, oh, God, like, this is like already like, the, worst. The, the worst, but I've dealt with it, and I do the like, oh. no. And I shit my pants again. No! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I didn't see it coming. 
Neither did she. I can't. Oh my god. One more exhale. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh. Oh. Again. Yeah, yeah. And then I just like. I had to. Uh, with no underwear on. No underwear. Was it a lot again? It was like a decent amount. Like it wasn't as much as the first time, but it was like if the like first time was like extra large, this was large. Like it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) It's not good. Oh my god! Mm -hmm. Again. Again. Holy shit! So what do you do now? So I just and I had literally just like corralled them, and so I told them I was like. Listen, like you stay here. Like I gave Again. Like, full angry, like the meanest. Like I was like, like threatening them. I was like, you stay in these seats, and if you move, I will me- immediately. And we're never gonna have like candy or food. Like yeah, <laughs> it's like I will be right back. And so then I went into the bathroom, and I fully like I'm like cr- I started crying. Like of I just course. like am crying. Like yeah, like feel- not like total crying, but like just that like. But also the, like the, the not total cry. The cry you're talking about is way worse. It's more <laughs> just like the like there's helpless. nothing left. But yeah. then also there is a part of you that just like, and this is the reason you don't fully cry is that like even though it's so awful, there's a part of you that's like. This is funny, though. Sure. <laughs> it's a little sure. bit funny. So did you think in your mind, I'm going to fart now and it's going to be okay? Well, no. What happened was I when I, like, went to go clean up the whole situation, I, like, stayed on the toilet. You know, like, where you're like, this is, I got to also recover from, where you stay on the toilet for long enough that you're like, there's no way. The first time you did it. The first time yeah, I cleaned up. you sat and you're like, is there anything else in there? Is there anything else in there? And I was like, there's no way there's anything else, like... Sometimes the shit gods are <laughs> sick and twisted. They are. They're vengeful. Yeah, they are vengeful. The vengeful gods. Oh, God. They don't like that. See you how had red me. I'm? T- I'm like breaking oh into you're doing, blotches. I don't, you're doing great. <laughs> I don't blame. Look, listen, just to relive. Oh, I, I, something I, like that my heart is, is breaking for you right now. <laughs> this is okay. So you go back into what now is your operating room. Yes, yes. You like see all your old <laughs> the all the old accoutrements that you just had set up. <laughs> And you're back. You're back in the office. I'm back in the office. And the similar thing. Take off the pants. Yeah. Dump well, them this, out. Yeah. So I. <laughs> and also, like to be fair, I like I remember being like so lucky because no one had been in there the whole time I was in there before, mm-hmm. and it was like a middle of the day movie. Right. It, it was hardly anyone there. Yeah. So this time, I'm also like, thank God, no one's in here. Mm-hmm. I go in, I shake them out again, but there's just like there's so much there. there it's just disgusting. It's inside the grains of the gene, like it's so. So I, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. And I put them back on, and I walk back out, and I just take, like, a whole roll of um, paper towels, and I bring them to the bathroom, and I take the pants off, and I, like, clean myself off, and then I make a skirt out of paper towels, like, just completely wrap my, like, lower half in paper towels, and then, like, tie it, and then take the shit pants into the sink and just, like, scrub them off. The whole thing. Oh, but I'm in also, case someone came in. So in case did, someone came so, in, I wasn't yeah. just like naked, right? Shirt no bottoms, but <laughs> but also oh, like I just remember being in like so a basically paper you're just towel washing dress. your whole. You made a paper towel dress. <laughs> <laughs> was it cute? It was really cute, guys. Was it adorbs? Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> so say. So I, I thought you were gonna say, and then I, we got everyone back on the R train, and I'm still wearing this dress. <laughs> <laughs> and I started an Etsy page. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I've sold 18 of them. They cost nothing to make, and they're great. Um. So you, so you basically now just wash the whole thing. 
Yeah, so then they're, I'm just like scrubbing them out, and it's like that di- like little diarrhea, like uh, like almost like leaf flaky mm-hmm. shit sure. in the. It's like Goldschlager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I've it's ever. It's like Schischlager. <laughs> you just ruined Goldschlager. Yeah, it was already. It's bad <laughs> anyway. Started off ruined. <laughs> yeah, you're taking a lot of time at this point. Oh yeah, I'm and just. Are you freaked like, out about the kids? You know what? I, like I, in the midst of like the second, like in the midst of just scrubbing out the shit pants, I just sort of had this moment where I was like, you know what? I don't care. Fuck them. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't care. They're so badly behaved. Yeah. They're probably running around the theater, but yeah. I just don't care. So you do this for a while, then you put those now soaking wet jeans back on. Yeah, they're wet, but like, and I, I tried to just, so it's just the butt is like sopping. You wet. try to just do the. Localize the, it to the butt. And then the inside of the thigh, like, part was, okay. like, cleaning. Mm-hmm. But then they, like, it's, like, super wet, and then everything else is just damp. Yep. And then I'm trying to dry them, and uh, and I'm wearing, and I'm still wearing, like, a paper towel, like, mini skirt skirt thing. Sure. <laughs> Which is adorable. <laughs> just, like, Which hoping nobody walks in. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, there's no way. And Somebody, still no one's walked in. Nobody's walked in, but so then this woman, like, walks in, and I'm, like, I'm holding my pants and yeah. I'm wearing like a skirt made uh-huh. out of paper. There's no way that I didn't just shit my pants. Yeah. <laughs> so, There's only one thing you could think right now. And, so and you she, said, I sat on some milk duds. So she walks in and I just like, it's just when somebody knows the whole story, but you don't acknowledge I didn't yeah. acknowledge it. She didn't acknowledge it. She just walked you by. You both knew. <laughs> knew what was going on she did a social courtesy of yeah. a social courtesy yeah but just the mortification of it oh my god um and so then like i put them on and they're they're basically just soaking wet soaking shit pants and uh i uh went back into the movie theater were the kids there the kids were like climbing on they were in the theater but not on their seats not in their seats like climbing on things like the people there were like glaring at me like angry that because sure. basically I had taken children to the worst behaved children to a movie and disappeared for about mm-hmm. an hour mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so then I have to like sit through the second half of Dolphin Tale which I don't even and know what lost. it's about <laughs> you're lost do you smell I mean oh like yeah food? I smell like I, I smell myself yeah so then the movie ends and uh you know we get up and like my pants are still and they already knew that they were met and I made the milk duds excuse and then mm-hmm. Uh, I just like get them, and I, I paid for a cab for all of us. Sure, which is the other half. I probably went into debt for maybe sitting sure. them. Sure, paid for a cab for all of us home, and uh, the dad was was there on like a work call or whatever, and he gets off the call, and I'm like, I I'm like, I just I was like, I can I go home now? I just need yeah. to go home, and he's like, Well, I really like need you, and I was like, I what? Yeah, because I mean, I was supposed to babysit till nighttime, yeah, and I was yeah. like. I was like, I'm not feeling well. I just really need to go home. And he's like, all right. And then he's, he says, like, how is the movie? And the kids are like, Elna pooped her pants. <laughs> 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 they, hadn't, they hadn't said that out loud. Did you not? <laughs> and I thought I had been so smooth. I thought they'd, like, bought the milk duds thing. And I just was like. And and what like, did you say? I said, no, they're, they're joking. I sat on milk duds. <laughs> yeah. I just, like, left. And then you left. I left. They threw you under the they bus. They totally threw me under the bus. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then, oh, God. Did you ever babysit for them again? No. Or was that the end? You know what? This story, you know, I will say the, the silver lining of this happening was it was so, like, the bottom of what I wanted in, in my life at that moment that I actually transitioned from that to working at This American Life. Like, <laughs> really? So you, I started, you quit like, that you quit your babysitting I job? I quit babysitting. If you hadn't crapped yourself yeah. twice 
at Dolphin's Tale, you wouldn't be at This American Life. It's true. It's true. And, and that's, I mean, that's how it worked it's, out. It's not. And you want actually. No, and the, that's this, not up for debate, really. No, that's the, what happened. Having grown up in a fairly tight lipped, tight butt mm-hmm. family, did, the, did you feel a little bit more open after this? Definitely, but I also feel like I, I obviously like still don't shit but in front of my boyfriend. But she also didn't tell the story very much. Yeah, I think maybe, I, feel, I feel like this. Hopefully, hopefully, I'm hoping that this experience, talking about it and putting it on our podcast, maybe opens up a little bit because it almost didn't really happen until you own it and be like, "This was a thing." Right. So you're saying this is my moment. I hope it is. Are you going to tell your boyfriend that you did this? Like I did a podcast about what? No, no big deal. Or are you going to say about a time I shit myself? I don't care if he hears about that I shit in the past. I just don't want him to think I shit right now. <laughs> wow. No, but I think like <laughs> I think eventually it's gonna have to go there. So Well, if you if you love him and you wanna spend time with him, I, I, I don't know. I think it's a really hard way to go through a relationship without acknowledging. Have you gone on that. vacation together yet? Yes. Really? How did you manage that? We did sh- have one <laughs> this can't even share this, but we did have one like really humiliating uh bathroom related. Uh, road trip, which I probably shouldn't have brought up because it looks like you want to hear something. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I honestly, I, you know, you brought it. <laughs> I didn't. We didn't bring. Look, it up. Uh, yeah, no one. <laughs> I mean, it's no. like you, it's, so you it's, come into the toilet bowl here yeah. and you say you had an embarrassing. What you basically experience. just did, yeah, you basically just kind of pushed out half of a shit <laughs> and then said you don't want to do the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of uncomfortable to try to get it back in there, isn't it? Yeah, once half of it's out. I mean, oh, can I allude to something without having to admit to it? Sure. <laughs> well, basically, uh, my boyfriend really likes to go on road trips. Mm-hmm. And even if it just is like a two-day window of time, he's happy to drive 18 hours to see something. And then 18 and, hours back. And 18 hours back. Wow. Uh, is he a meth head? No. <laughs> <laughs> he's very energetic, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas I like to go somewhere and stay, stay for out. a long time. Stay, like, find a great bathroom. Yeah. Great so, bed and breakfast. So we're on the this um, eighteen hour journey. Oh, <laughs> to well, where? Well, we were supposed to. We flew into Chicago, and uh, we were supposed to just rent a car and drive up like two or three hours to Wisconsin mm. to see his um, cousin's graduation. Mm. So that was what like I had signed up for. Mm-hmm. And then what he decided to do was instead of driving that straight up to go around all the Great Lakes. Wow! Wow! Cool. And that see is all cool. that up there. Mm-hmm. And then drive down. That's eighteen hours. No, it's even more. It's like yeah. it was like two days straight of just driving. Of just lakes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. So I think maybe like from my relationship to pooping, and like being clenched, I have I have had in the past a situation that can be a symptom of that. Do you know what that is? I have no idea. <laughs> what I don't know what you're, what you're saying. You're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I just said one time because I got hemorrhoids once, guys. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. See, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, because you held it for so long? Yes. Wait, oh. you, you got hemorrhoids from holding it around the Great Lakes? Yeah. Uh-huh. Not so great. And so then it was, like, really uncomfortable. <laughs> like painful, bumpy legs. Yeah, and so finally, and, like, I was in so much pain, and I had to finally admit, like, the situation. You I had to had, say, like, I have to go? I, no, I said I had to buy a donut. I had to, you know those, like, blow to up. To sit on? To sit on. Because you've been holding it? I got gotten hemorrhoids once when I was in um, 
my 20s, early 20s. Oh. And so if you sit for a very long time, oh. uh-huh, the symptoms can come back. You oh, okay. Can, okay, it, so it, you were in a lot of butt pain, and you were like, pain. I need a donut. Butt pain yeah. from sitting. And he, and he was like, mm, delicious, get me one. <laughs> and I was like, no, yeah. No, you don't eat this one. It's for your butt. Blow-up inflatable donut. Yeah, it's like for And this was like our first romantic weekend, like away together. Yeah. Nothing gets a guy going like a chick on a donut. <laughs> I had this huge... <laughs> And then when when time did, so, what, did he look as blank at you when you tried to tell him what was going on as we did? <laughs> yes, you had no did, idea. And then you had to say it's hemorrhoids. Did you, did you have to suck it up and say, "Baby, I have hemorrhoids"? <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, can I catch that?" Yeah. He was great. He, he just made jokes about it the whole time. What happened was uh, we pulled into a Starbucks and. He had been making all these jokes about it. Mm. So we pull into Starbucks, and I'm, like, in the Starbucks, like, line waiting, and I just look out at the car, and, like, the donuts are pretty big. They're, Mm -hmm. like, a big red (laughs) blown-up donut thing. And it, like... The door had been open and slammed. Oh, so the donut was sticking out? It was sticking. It was, like, barely held in the door. So it was just, like, a donut oh. sticking out of the car door. And I, like, turn and see it in, like, my face. And, like, people are, like, laughing and pointing yeah. at it in the Starbucks. And I, like, turn him and I was like, I cannot believe you did that. Like, that is not funny. Oh, you threw him under the donut. No, no, no. I thought he did it. I thought he, like, oh. as a joke did this. And he didn't. And he was, you like, just closed the door. I, no, I was like, I was like, of course I did that. Of course I. Yeah. I slammed my donut in the door and now every Starbucks knows oh. about the donut. You seem so embarrassed with this story, but I think that's a pretty adorable story. <laughs> when I put myself in his shoes, I'm on this road trip, you know, relatively new relationship, and the girl tells me that, I'm like so endeared. <laughs> honestly, I, I, I agree my heart warms I really do. and I like love her more. I agree. Because she was honest with me about something that's like kind of embarrassing, but it's human. I agree. It's very human. It's very, it's it's very sweet. Of, it's there's, something, there's something it's, sexy it's about it, too. Yeah. I agree. You I guys are really being nice about it. No, it's I'm 100%. Being, the openness and the honesty about it is the, 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 the coldness and the like attachment is a turnoff for me. It's mm-hmm. just a turnoff for me. I don't, yeah. if I'm with someone and it feels like we're miles apart and like I don't know what's really going on, like, it doesn't really get me going. It's not like the idea of shit gets me hot. It's just the idea that, like, someone is being honest and, like, is vulnerable is a beautiful thing. I, I, I believe that. I mean, we're not bullshitting you. I mean, that's how we both feel. It's not like that for everyone, but I think it's not always white panties. It's sometimes it's hemorrhoids and donuts. And, sometimes, and white panties full of shit. And sometimes, well, white panties full of shit. That's what it is. Sometimes it's white panties that are great. Right. You know, but right. it's all it's of those both. things. That's yeah. that's the re- a relationship is all of those things that made that's how you that's where you build something together. Everything else is just like we dated for three weeks, had great sex, but I know nothing about that person. You know, like I don't. You know, I'm, that's great, that's fun, but there's a limit to that. Then you hit you hit a wall where you're like, okay, are we going to start being real with each other? Are we going to have actually get past this layer where we're just putting on our best face, our best butt? Or are we going to, like, get into it? Yeah. I think it's great. I like how deep you got there with best butt. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, thank you for sharing that other story, too. I know that wasn't easy for you. No. Uh, I love how blankly you stared at me when I was, like, trying to beat around the bush. Like, you know how sometimes. I had, didn't even know there was a bush I didn't. There. Yeah, I didn't know around. what you were beating. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I felt like the dumb I felt dumb as rocks though when you're like because you were just like you thought it would be obvious and you just like a tumbleweed rolled through my head and then out and then into into Jack's head and uh, n- just knew nothing you could have shot an arrow through us nothing would have hit so anything quiet. yeah no idea uh, but she was talking about the roids the old Hemi the old Dodge Hemi 
Um, oh, God. Alana, thank you so much for doing this and You're sharing welcome. it. And uh, it was great. Um, is there anything we can promote for you? Check out the talent show in New York. I uh, host and produce it. And it's uh, on Wednesdays at uh, Webster Hall. And it was named Be- Best Show in New York. Oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a website? Uh, Elnabaker.com. Um, but I think it's the talent show brand variety show.com. Okay, great. So, oh, what's the book that you wrote? So people- oh, yeah. What's oh, the book? yeah. Um, I wrote the New York Regional Mormon Singles Halloween Dance. And I have another book coming out this upcoming year with Scholastic called You Are My Revenge. Okay. So go out and get Elna's book. Uh, she's a great writer, great storyteller. If you're in New York, go see her show. Elna, thank you so much for doing this. Thanks. I feel better about poop. All right, good. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right, well, that was Elna Baker. Phenomenal. Amazing. One of my favorite things is when people get something out that it's difficult for them to get it out. Yeah, it's great. I, I mean, I hope she felt better. She seemed a little lighter when she left. I thought so. Anyway, thanks for listening to the show, everyone. Keep tweeting at us. Keep tweeting at me at the Doug Man. Keep tweeting at Jack Dolgen at Jack Dolgen. Keep emailing us at dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com. Keep calling us on the shit hotline at 176. Hold it in. We love getting your calls, your emails, bathrooms that have saved your life. And everyone, please keep listening to the show. And if you haven't rated the show on iTunes, please go and just click a rating and leave a comment. Uh, those things help really get the word out about the show. And it's really easy to do. It takes two minutes time and it's free. We don't ask for anything else. So please just do that. It's great. And until next time, hold it in. You're going to make it.